the I didn't realize you liked me that way deal. Because it's one thing to receive McDonald's, but an entirely other thing to know that they woke up early to face the world and bring you McDonald's breakfast still hot in the bag. Appreciate you. There's a deal for every morning. Now grab two loaded sausage burritos for only three bucks. Prices and participation may vary. Single item at regular price. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Let's get the music going here. I don't know if you'll hear it. No, you don't hear it here. Now let me bring this down. Interesting day. I had uh, read an article today on the Washington, in the Washington Examiner by Tim Carney. And if you have the opportunity, uh, try it, check it out. And uh, the gist of the uh, article was that conservatism has uh, to root out uh, racism or people with racist tendencies inside their movement because it's arguing their, uh, the, the main argument was that it is causing them to lose their viability. And it's creating an atmosphere where certain people with certain beliefs can find, feel that they are sheltered inside the conservative movement. That um, these are respected people that used to be uh, the movement. There was uh, uh, William Sapphire, William F. Buckley. They were all guys that had basic conservative. Some of them, some may had some segregationist tendencies, but mainly theirs uh, was fiscal conservancy, some uh, social uh, conservativeness. Uh, so uh, the Republican Party is, is still, in essence, they, they view themselves as the party of Lincoln. But where it is now, if you, if you find the people that, that the, the ground troops for them are people that uh, promote xenophobia, and a lot of them are, are racist, and they, and they find themselves uh, a, sheltered underneath the movement now. And a lot of times our current president, he kind of does not disavow them too strongly. So this Tim Carney, who is a <coughs> conservative pundit, uh, put this op-ed piece out, explaining that if we, if we can get shun them, get him out, then we can go and push uh, our agenda forward, which they always had a logical argument for what they did. The conservative movement had logical arguments for how to be fiscally sound, how to be uh, uh, conservative when it comes to uh, foreign entanglements, and, and conservative in free enterprise. And you know they, they believe in less government involvement in people's lives. But what it's really uh, becoming part of is a lot of times this con- uh, this conservative movement has been hijacked by uh, xenophobic people, people with an axe to grind. And I'm progressive, but I could always have a, a decent uh, discussion with people for, with a conservative bent. And nowadays, when you post anything, um, it just seems that uh, you have a knee-jerk reaction. And what I did, I posted... The article, and the article speaks for itself. It's from a conservative publication, a Washington Examiner. Uh, it's pretty much the Fox Broadcasting uh, Network or new, uh, of Fox Broadcasting Network 
of the newspaper world. Uh, so some somebody said it's a rag and all that stuff, and I said, some of my progressive friends said that. And um, when you have places like the Wall Street Journal and all that kind of, and you have respected Republicans out there that are not uh, saying anything, I think they're afraid of being uh, primaried by uh, more conservative people, because we all know in primaries, and uh, this will be a, a education for some of you, the reason why they get primaried for right, because in the general election, uh, that guy Jones in uh, Alabama that lost the senatorial election, uh, not that lost, he didn't lose, yeah, he won. The uh, Republican who ran, the one who displayed kind of slightly taste for younger women, uh, they, he ran to the right of more traditional Republicans. Those traditional Republicans that have been lifelong uh, traditional people uh, lost because in a primary, only about 30 to 35 percent of a party's faithful show up. And the most reactionary part of them are the people at its base, just like in the Democratic Party. Um, if you get primaried from the left sometimes, people can lose out. Uh, you, you'll see this um, in a general election. You have a higher turnout and you have more moderate people that with more moderated views towards the middle that don't uh, they they want a change, but they don't want it. To, they want it to be less drastic. So right now there's tons of people out there. They they're, they still support. I mean, the majority of the Republican Party still uh, supports the president. They. Uh, they ignore his more outrageous uh, things. Like recently, he just posted a picture of uh, to combat one of his comments he said last week about uh, Alabama being in, in the crosshairs of Dorian. He showed a hurricane map, uh, and it's altered. It has a black sharpie uh, mark showing a bubble around a, the uh, southeast corner of Alabama which um, they didn't even attempt to do an alter it. I mean, they altered it just, but so I guess it's good. It's, he, they didn't redraw a map and, and make it look like it was official uh, NOAA map. So I, I got to hand that to him. He didn't do that. The Black Sharpie showed that he, he altered it. So I had people come at me, friends of mine, uh, there's, they're conservative people, and uh, they called me uh, after posting that, that I live in, uh, Key Largo, and that it's 87.5% uh, white, and I'm a limousine liberal. Uh, I, I don't really, I've never, I've only been in a limousine several times. Uh, one was for a, a wedding, my wedding, or being in a wedding party, maybe a prom, uh, maybe one of the local taxi companies, but I don't. I drive a 2005 Malibu that is acting up right now. And I hope to be getting, uh, it'll piss them off. I'm gonna, the next car I'm looking for is going to be an electric car. So uh, that limousine part doesn't fit, but that means kind of like a, a re comfortable, uh, a comfortable progressive that espouses use and doesn't really do anything about it, doesn't have any street cred. And I don't really care if anybody's listening or not at this, but, um, and I just know when people react the things you post sometimes is because they have a deep-seated feeling. Now, if you have a deep-seated feeling about calling out racist um, and say, oh, what about Antifa? What about this? What about that? 
you know what? Maybe you shouldn't be defending racist or white supremacist. If you see that, we all know when they go when they go into election booth, we know who they support. Is it a mystery? Are you are you think you know? Are they you know maybe in a primary they may support someone who's a bad shit uh, Democrat, but you know just to get the the win the election. But in general, they'll support it, uh, someone on the conservative side because they feel that they're protected there, and somewhat they are because of the primaries. If you have uh, a twelve percent uh, core that will vote your way all the time without having to promise them anything, just winking to them and saying, listen, we got your back, then um, they're not going to ostracize them. All they know is they have to get their uh, diehard Republican base, get a small group of people that find their home in there now, but they may not financially or, or politically be Republicans. They're just people that... Um, I don't believe the Republican Party. Okay. I don't believe the heart of the Republican Party is racist. But they do find, uh, racists do find their home there right now. And it, that article in the Washington Examiner, which I posted, and that people reacted to, and suggested that because I live in Key Largo, and I'm surrounded, that that's kind of ridiculous. I did live in Philadelphia, and my circle of friends is, um, is it, it does not look like me. Uh, but... They, um, there's some people that do and some people that don't. Uh, I don't necessarily have a problem with different groups of people. But I do find have a problem with when people are mean-spirited. And if they're not supportive of um, like underserved, underrepresented groups, and they're dismissive of them, and they make them the butt of their jokes, I... Uh, I have a tendency to speak out about it because I just, I'll, I'll make own, I'm not saying I'm sensitive to it. I'm just saying, hey, listen, you're not, I'm not creating an atmosphere for you to tell those jokes here. You know, whether it be my house or the bar I'm behind. Now, you might say that it's not my bar. When I'm there, it is. So if you start telling, someone starts telling the jokes, they do creep up. People come in there and they, they tell these things and they start talking about it and then I just shut them down. And if they have a problem, they, you know, I say, I just I say calmly, you, you know what, you, you can have your views. You just can't have, you can't espouse them here. It's a private place. You could go on a street corner and do it. You know, you want to be known? Go on a street corner, go on Route 1, or go up to Miami, or go on something like that. Hold your placard. Say what you really mean. Say what you have in your heart. Talk, talk about the hate you feel for people that aren't really don't but don't come into a private place when you see other people around you that believe the same things you do and start trading your ideas. You know? When I when I find someone's of like mind, I know I'm not going to start preaching to the choir. It's a waste of time. They're already saved. And some people, if you got hate in your heart, you're not listening to anything anyway. I don't know if there is a way to get to someone who has hate. I mean, it has to be a life-altering event. They have to be like stuck on a, a sinking ship with someone of another uh, a group they don't identify with and then to see that they're a human being themselves. Is it hard enough to do that? I don't know. I mean, I saw that all the time. I was raised that way. Whenever my father was, um, when we were around, uh, he, he, uh, he didn't tell off-color jokes. 
and things like that. He treated everyone the way they used to, uh, the way they felt, uh, the way they, they acted. He treated them, but not by the way they looked or what group they identified with. So um, he, he, he was about, he is about inclusion. So for now, I just want to talk. I'm, I'm still going to post what I feel like. I'm still going to speak up when people say something hateful. Um, I realize Twitter is a place for people to hide behind. And they can go and say whatever they want. If you really want to say what you want, put your name out there. Spout your, your hate speech. Own it. May, let it be known. Let people know. Don't wait around for uh, people of color or a different ethnic or religious group to leave to start telling your jokes. Let it be known. Let it be known right there. Have a, you, instead of, you know, the thing they probably had, to, they did it right and I guess I told when they mentioned that uh, on Twitter when they said I was a limousine liberal and maybe I didn't have a right to say anything where I am from but I said you know it's as a uh, in Germany in 1935 if uh, Germans started calling out the Nazis for what they were saying it was xenophobic and you know we, the uh, being able to having a superiority complex of about yourself is a is it's a ways of it's a means of hiding your inferiority complex when you don't feel like you're good enough, and when you don't feel like you're good enough, you feel you have to put down a different group of people for you. So at least I'm better than they are. You're not. You, you don't feel good enough on yourself. You got to put some a group down. If you have to put a group down, you're displaying an inferiority complex, and. Um, you know, and, and, and pretending to have a superiority complex just hides those deceited thing that you're not good enough. Uh, I'm not going to be able to teach you that. And going on my site and getting an argument with me, we're not going to change that. And the people that like what I write or what I post, and there's not, a ton, frankly, there's not a ton of it right now. And this isn't going to really work for uh, my uh, regular uh, podcast listeners. But I let it be known. And if you don't want to listen to the show, don't listen to the show. Um, that's how I, this is how I treat people. This is how I think. And I'm not going to change this because you have hard feelings about it. Uh, that's your deal. Uh, so for now, this is Jim the Keys Bartender. I'll be getting back to you. Uh, have a great day. And uh, try to treat people in the way you want to be treated. Unless you're one of those people that like to be smacked around and stuff like that, then treat people the opposite of the way you want to be treated. Bye.